Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome along to the Rocky Road Boxing Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Byrne, and I'm joined today by producer extraordinaire, Simon Maguire. How are you, Simon? Kevin, how are you getting on? You well? How was the trip down to Cork? It was great, yeah. Beautiful place, beautiful weather, uh, good company. Great company. I can't say good company. Um, all, I'm well. Back home with yourself? Yeah, about the same. Got uh, washed out of the Belgian Grand Prix there a couple of weeks ago. But, uh, I'm over the trauma of that now and ready to get back into work. Uh, yeah, but you probably had a hangover at the time from all the Belgian beer. I didn't actually. We took the day off beforehand because we were getting up at six o'clock in the morning to get out to the track. And then we got out there for half seven and essentially stood in the rain for uh, 14 hours. And I never want to talk about it. After after today, I never want to talk about it ever again. Yeah, but that doesn't sound like the worst thing that could happen over there. I'm sure there was no more scrapes as you left the arena. Nothing <sighs> at all. I don't know. I mean, I got to, I got to see uh, four laps around the track behind a safety car. So... Best I, I didn't. I didn't realize that F1 has this, like something of an undercard, like like a big boxing match has. Like so, they kind of show you pre races and other cars doing laps and stuff like that. Yeah, well, the weekend is it, it's because it's a three three day weekend. They they bring the Formula Three and Formula Two and the Porsche supercars along, and um, so on the Sunday we got to see the Formula Three at about ten o'clock, I think it was, and then about two hours later we got to see the GT um, Porsches, and then. Well, it was supposed to be three hours later. It was the Grand Prix, but they ended up dragging it out for four and a half hours and we only saw four laps in the rain. So, yeah, as I said, I've moved on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's what you have to do. That sounds kind of harrowing, all right. But we're talking about, we're crossing sports here today and we're going to cross sports in today's interview because we have a former boxing champion who turned into an MMA contender who's looking to become a world champion in the coming months. Sinead Kavanagh, five-time Irish champion, uh, joined us for this week's podcast, Simon. Yeah, no, we actually recorded this one a couple of weeks ago and she talks obviously very friendly with Kelly Harrington and then of course she talked about maybe Kelly going pro or not but it's a bit a bit dated now because Kelly's been on the Late Late Show since saying that she's not going to go pro. So I suppose we just put, um, put a bit of context on the interview and uh, yeah, so here it is now. Absolutely. Well, look, without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to five-time national amateur champion Sinead Kavanagh. As a boxer, and now, and now upcoming potential future world champion in mixed martial arts. How are you doing, Sinead? Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, lads. Looking forward to this. <laughs> Absolute pleasure. How are you keeping? What's the crack? I'm good, I'm good. I'm trying hard and grafting away. I'm, you know, I'm waiting on a big fight. and um, So I'm just getting all the rounds in and being prepared for what's next. 
Yeah, you're still floating on air, I presume, after seeing your good friend Kelly Harrington win the gold medal at the Olympic Games. Oh, I was so emotional. I was dancing, singing, crying. <laughs> I didn't know where I was. Like, you know, it's, yeah, it's so, so tough for our, like, you know, we are not many years. Yeah, how far back do you go? From the start of the boxing, since, well, I don't know. Four, I don't know. We go to about 14, 15, maybe. Yeah. So a long time, long time ago. <laughs> how, did you, how, how did you get into the sport yourself? Um, there was a pl- there was um a place there was a boxing club across from my ma's actually when I was a little kid and I always wanted to box like and um so I went over there and uh, it was a time where girls weren't wasn't allowed to box you know like and I wa- I walked in and your man Peter Perry like he ran ran after me goes get the fuck away we don't take girls and I remember running off crying like it was only about even eight or ten you know and. Uh, so then there was a karate club there on the, on the, on different days, a Tuesday and a, a Tuesday or something. So I ended up joining karate for a few years. And then I went, I joined that club, boxing club then, you know, after a few years. What was, what was the club <laughs> called again? CIE, boxing club. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Peter Perry, well-known boxing trainer in his day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you, did you talk him around? I did, well, yeah, so then I went then after a few years and I had to go on the pads then to, and spar some lads to get into the club, you know, this mad, mad times. <laughs> they always say, you like, yeah, it's it's better to do your scrapping in the ring and I suppose these days getting paid for it than out on the street. Were you the sort of, were you the sort of person to get in a few scraps uh, around school or at home or were you kind of quiet? Oh, definitely. Of, like, <laughs> I was always quiet, like, but... That's like it's all you have to always watch the quiet ones, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I didn't, no one could even look at me like cross eyed or like say something. I was, yeah, I, I, I was well known for throwing a few, a few <laughs> things. <laughs> Where in Dublin did you grow up, Sinead? In Chicago. In Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice old area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love the, I mean, my down there, yeah. I, I'm in Ballyclare now, you know. Okay. But, uh, yeah, but you had to, did success come straight away to you in boxing? No, I had to walk for everything, you know. Um, I would like, I like with boxing. I I, I learned me 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 skills in boxing, and um, but um, no, it was it was a hard road in boxing. Like I didn't get I didn't get anything handed to me, like you know, um, so 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 many shitty stories actually about boxing, yeah. you know. Uh, so um. Yeah, I know. I was quite tired of seeing a champion. I went away and and stuff like that. But there's areas in that in that in the boxing where that dark, like you know. I don't know. Looking back now, I don't know how I I kept going. To be honest, like you know, especially with, with Kelly. Like Kelly was there with me. Like when like bad shit was like we we were just getting looked over and we weren't being brought away just because of um they didn't want they didn't want anyone. To be there on the women women's team, like do you know what I mean? It was only one or two people that was allowed, like, and we weren't, which was yeah. very sad. All we wanted to do was was train and and be and just be part of our lives, you know. And it was kept away for us, like you know. Yeah, because obviously at the time, Ireland's you know one of Ireland's top sports internationally was was boxing, and women's boxing in particular was winning the most world championships, the most European gold medals, because Katie Taylor was at the forefront of it. But I guess away from 
the ver- uh, like Katie, if Katie Taylor was the spearhead of women's boxing, everything else is a bit slow catching up. Was that kind of right? Yeah, like we were there from the start. Like we were always training when Katie was well, didn't even have a bleeding medal, you know. And um, I remember I sparred Katie years ago, you know, um, at the start, and Katie and Alana, and I went down to the the uh, the stadium to spar them. And then sure after that, then sure I wasn't allowed to fucking spar them again. Like I wasn't allowed down there to try and there again. Like you know and. That that's the way it was. Like you know, it was shit. Like, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And I just fucking tried to make this. Tried to make a living out of something that I loved. You know. Yeah, you boxed Sinead on the very first Irish Senior Women's International against England in uh, Dungarvan yeah. in two thousand seven. So you, Katie Taylor, Kelly Harrington. What do you remember of that night? Oh, that was that was a big night. I think uh, that was a big night. That was one of the the first uh, women's. It was the first women's international, like or Ireland, like. And um, so we went down to Dungarvan, and it was a bit. It was a big thing. It was a big thing that for all of us, because like we, like we were finally given a chance to prove ourselves. To um and like so, so yeah, we we showed up and we do we done we done damage that day and we. We um yeah, I loved it. It was great. It was great just to be there with all them girls, you know. Did you fight Natasha Jonas that night? I did. I did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think she, she was I think she, she had a few medals as well. You know? Your career is interesting. Yeah, you beat her, yeah. Your career is mm. interesting different directions since obviously she went to the Olympics and Fought Katie Taylor yeah. in her last fight. You know, you're uh, you're doing your thing in MMA as well. It's, but the longevity of that Ireland squad, are you surprised by everyone hanging around since? Because we know it was, it was a difficult road, a lot of overlooks. Like 2007, that's still five five years away from women's boxing's first appearance in the Olympics, at which there was only three weights. And it's only now, you know, that there's, mm. it's expanded out to five weights. It, it, yeah. You really had, like Kelly Harrington in particular, really had to stay the course. Like she had to have, a survivor's mentality and a real, a real hunger and desire to get to the top of the podium because in order to get there, you have to put up an awful lot on the, along the way. And you know it only too well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm so like joked that Kelly, like, so I, was, I, went, I went to Olympic qualifiers in 2012. Like obviously I, I didn't, I didn't make it, you know, but I was fucking up there with the best, you know? Um, and then, and then, yeah, so Kelly then kept kept going, and uh, so 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 happy that she she did, like you know. And um, Kelly has obviously shown her personality to the to the to the country across her appearances. Oh. But what's she really like? <laughs> oh, she's a mad bitch. <laughs> I absolutely love Kelly. She lo- she loves a few ballots and um, and a, a mess, you know. Like when it comes out to the crunch, obviously, like she's serious and stuff like that. We've spared loads of times, and um, yeah, she's she's a good soul. Like you know, she's good. She's good to be around. You know, was like you've seen Kelly conquer her Olympic dream now, and Katie did it in twenty twelve. Was that your original dream, or did you just want to be a success and make something of yourself, or be a world professional champion? What was your motivation growing up? Yeah, it was just to be like successful at, at the at the game. You know, um, um. And uh, yeah, to be world champion was was my goal. Like you know, um, 
like that was the goal. Um, so yeah, I was, obviously I haven't I haven't um, completed that yet, but it's on. I'm, I'm really sure it's on the way. You know. Yeah, you're still an active fighter. You still got, and both of you work. Yeah. Uh, you work for Tony Davitt for the both your uh, Irish national successes. Yeah, yeah. I still talk to Tony. Still, still have uh, the banter with Tony. You know. Yeah, and you so, contributed uh, to yeah. our recent show about Tony. And thanks again for that. It was, uh, it was yeah, great stuff. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Well, yeah, I love Tony. What did he? What did he give you as a boxer? Um, he gave me hope. To be honest, like, and he gave me. Um, he gave me like he like looked after me well, like you know, picking me up and brought me training. He gave like he gave me like that uh, that spark, like that I could be, so, I could be this, you know. I just kept me fucking motivated, you know, bringing me to to uh, training camps and uh, bringing me around the world to train and stuff like that, you know. Like it kept me, it kept me motivated. I don't think if I had Tony, like, um. I'd probably like you know God knows what would have happened, but he yeah he was very very good to me you know. I need I needed him like he was great like he brought me away brought me to America brought me to New York Vegas and all you know it was it was it was like so a place there I I didn't think I I could see and uh, he brought me there you know. Yeah, yeah, he saw the world through the amazing sport. Guy. Yeah, yeah, amazing guy. Absolute gentleman, yeah. Uh, a yeah, star yeah. of the sport. What do you think about watching boxing? I know you left behind boxing. There's a five or six years ago now. And we're we're going to talk about your uh, your transition to MMA. And I know Simon's bursting at the seams. I have to ask a few pre- carefully pre-prepared questions. But um, now, what do you think about this, the women's boxing scene you left behind? Did you watch the 75K division at uh, the Olympics? Or do you watch it now like Clarissa Shields is ruling the roost at middleweight and in and around that that? The, that gap. Do you think if you'd have stayed in boxing, do you ever look back and think I could do something there, uh, be it either Olympic sport or professional? Yeah, I do think I could. Uh, I could switch back easy. Like I, I like I'm a good fucking boxer. Like you know, what I mean that's and that's what wins me fights in this MMA. You know, and uh, I think I've come into myself a lot more. Like where I'm more calm in, in the head and body and. um I'm at the top of the game, you know, and yeah, I do think if I could come back, I I could, uh, I could make some um, cash, <laughs> yeah, and smash some heads, you know, and yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah, absolutely, because yeah, they say that I, the best paid women's boxer is Katie Taylor, and she's making good money there with the Zone and with Sky Sports and stuff like that, and yeah, and then you see some female boxers changing over to MMA to make a quick book. It's Amanda Serrano, yeah. uh, Clarissa Shields, who we've just mentioned as well. So it's hard yeah, to know, but yeah. you got to follow, follow your own course, get those checks. That's it. Like, you know, we just need to, it's all, at this age now, it's all just trying to get paid, you know. Mm. Obviously, I'm not, I'm not like big book chef, but like hopefully that's going to come, you know. Yeah. Um, I put I put a lot of time in this sport. I put my whole life, you know, into it. Like so, um, I deserve some uh, just desserts, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Just like Kelly. <laughs> if Kelly can do it. I can do it. I definitely could be world champion. You know what I mean? That that victory, yeah. I suppose, because she's one of your best mates in the sport, isn't she? And I suppose that victory yeah. has given everybody a bit of belief, like from kids to fellow fighters. Yeah, yeah. And a city girl, you know, she went to Foss, and <laughs> you know, absolutely. That's uh, it's a uh, like. A dream, like what she's out there doing, like they give give that to to young young kids and where she lives and all this, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, if Kelly can do it, I can do it definitely. Like it's starting to put a good a good vibe around me and in my head, you know. Yeah, 
Well, yeah. look, I'll, tra- I'll throw it to Simon. I know, uh, I know you're itching to get in here, Simon. Yeah, I scribble these questions. I just can't read my own writing at the moment. <laughs> no, I suppose the, the big question is, why did you make the change? What, what was it that said, you know, um, I want to give this MMA crack? Um, <laughs> I was fucking sick of boxing. I was fucking sick of everything. Like, got to do it, you know? Um, so it was uh, just great. And I mean, it was either, it was either give it up, give, the, give this up or... I moved on, you know, so uh, I moved on. I went, went to the John's game and that was it, like, you know. And how long did it take you to come to that decision? Was it like uh, over a, like sometimes people just flick the switch and go, I've had enough and gone, or was it kind of a gradual thing over a couple of months? Or Yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah, no, something really fucking bad happened in boxing. And then I was just like, yeah, you know, I'm bleeding out here, like, you know. So you, you trained with a you trained with a boxing legend in Tony Davitt, right? And you had five national titles with him. And we did a show recently, a tribute to him. And the response I had was absolutely unbelievable. Like from world champions like Andy Lee, Barry McGuigan, people from all over were rushing to give their tributes to Tony Davitt. So you went from training with him to training with John Kavanaugh, who'd be equally nearly respected in the MMA world. How have they yeah. compared or what was the comparison or what did you find was different in, in, initially? Uh, just personality wise in the MMA sphere and boxing. Oh, uh, like every like every coach I I've had like over the years, like um I absolutely have a bond with them, a special bond with them, like and it's like um it's so like I've always connected with my coaches for um because you know how hard I work, like you know, I'm always there, I'm always training and you see do you see how hard I, I really want this, you know, like and yeah, so every every one of them has um every one of my coaches has um has given me um has given me like uh I don't know like for mental mentally uh, mentally has has egged me on to uh, better things all the time like so as I said every coach I've had is is special to me you know I always remember I'll always remember uh my coaches you know. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Did you get special kind of hands-on advice when you were making the transition? Did you get like extra grinds as you call them or whatever? Like, Wait, wait, John? Yeah, yeah. I suppose you're changing over to MMA. There's a, there's a bit, there's a lot to learn, isn't there? There's a crash course oh, there, like. No, John, John, John just said, uh, gave me a list. He goes, I recommend you do this, 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 and this. And then I, I had to take it from there, you know, like, um, I went down, I had to show him first that I was prepared to, to, like, to do this, like, do you know what I mean? Like, and he just wanted to give me his time if I'm not going to, if I'm going to fucking live, you know, which a lot of people do, you know, they're like, they come in and, you think the boxers think they want to do it, but there's so much to learn, you know, it's, they'll just leave again, you know, so we, so we gave me the classes and then I done them and then, uh, and then, um, yeah, so then once he knew that I was interested, then uh, I went to the pro team and then took it from there, you know. Boxing is a very technical sport, um, obviously, but, you know, going over to MMA, there's far more involved. Did you find it overwhelming at first or was it just I'll work on one extra to yeah. my bow or was it like, just, you know, because you're blocking kicks and takedowns and, you know, chokes yeah, and everything. Was it, it just like, what's going on here? What have I put myself in for? Yeah, I found it extremely hard. I, I didn't think I was going to get the, 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 the hang of it. Like, you know, uh, like with the jits, like, so I was thrown in the deep end, thrown in with like, um, top, top people, top train, like, uh, fighters and stuff you know and they were just beating smashing me like uh, yeah I found it very uh, hard at the start and that wrestling and stuff and I just had to stick at it you know like and then little bits come together you know um, as in now like I'm I'm uh, like I'm prepared to go to the ground I'm happy enough to like I I know I know what to do you know yeah and just on that what is it Jiu Jitsu or Judo or what did you find was the most difficult martial art to adjust to uh, jits, yeah, there's so much goes on, like just like you know, with sweeps, and you think you're gonna submit them, and then they'll just like hook you on your back and stuff, you know. It's uh, yeah, it's it's um, it's it's such a it's such a great sport as well. Like, I love it, like, like I try to go you now to to train and do a, a jits class than a boxing class, you know. Yeah, that's how much I love it. No, I've, yeah, seen, I've, I've heard people who, who started and they're just like. You know, it's a completely different type type of fitness, and they're just completely overwhelmed. But they they can't believe they're drenched at the end of it. But all they've done is roll around in the mat, and they've, they've, realized <laughs> yeah. they've used more muscles than they've ever used in their lives in one half hour session. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 amazing. Like if you if you if you didn't do it, I recommend you do it. Like, um, I'm a white belt. One tip: I've been choked out enough times to know. Do you do found, jits, do you? I haven't done it for a couple of years, but I, I did. I did. I did give it eight or nine months, and it was just a humbling experience. Let me put it that way, you know. And like, right, I, I, yeah. I can it imagine. Whatever about me going in to do some to do some fitness, whenever I can imagine an elite level boxer coming in or an elite level kickboxer coming in and just getting tapped out by like thirteen year olds, you know. Yeah, yeah. It took me about three years to bleed and get the bleed hang of it, you know. Oh, to yeah. get a good gr- grasp of it, like you know. Mm. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, when you were when you were doing boxing training, did they ever make you kind of wrestle against your immediate opponent, your sparring partner, or whatever? Because in the few white collar classes I've had, the boxing is one thing and it's exhausting, but then they make you like push up and grapple against grapple against the person you're sparring with, and I found that to be the most exhausting part when they lean on you and hold you and stuff like that. So yeah, they're yeah. introducing that Definitely. element too. Yeah, 
Yeah, especially if they're bigger than you and uh, yeah, they just maul you and sit on you and like you can't get them off you. You're using everything like your whole mighty just to just get them off you. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's grueling stuff. You're all right, you know. If you could choose your ideal knockout in an MMA fight, what would you pick? What's the most satisfying for you now as a converted boxer? <laughs> I still like the, the knockouts with the hands. Like it has to be like can't be it can't you? even like. Even when other people are fighting, like it's always if someone knocks you out with that just that hand power, like it's uh yeah, it's amazing, like you know, especially with them gloves. I've been the four rounds gloves, you know. So yeah, um, I saw I saw a knockout recently. I think it was um a girl. She's in your weight class, isn't she? From Northern Ireland, Leah McCourt, and she was losing yeah, the fight, yeah. and then she was on the ground, and she kicked this woman in the face and turned yeah, the entire yeah. fight. That was crazy. That was great crack. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was some hooch, yeah, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it like was I amazing, watch it. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing, yeah. So speaking of uh, speaking of knockouts, you go three and one as a as an amateur, one no contest, and you get to make your pro debut in Dublin, and you stop your opponent in 17 seconds. Yeah, yeah, that was a cracker. That How did that was. feel? <laughs> that was amazing, yeah. That was amazing. It's, um, yeah, she just came, she spotted it. Show me a back fist, and I was just like, dunk with the, with the right hand, you know? Yeah, was, she's not where she was. That was great. No. Great uh, feeling. No, it was straight to the mouth no. for her. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just follow yeah. on from that. You go you go five and two as a pro, and you come up against Janae Harding, and you get a nasty cut yeah. um, over your right yeah. eye. And it would, the doctor calls it at the end of the first round. And oh, you, 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 I can see why he called it. Um, you probably I, I want to see what you think of it now I mean how long did that cut take to because you don't you've no mark over your eye now but it was, it was a fairly serious dent um, how long did that take yeah, to, to I did, uh, oh, oh, do you know what do you know what here's the story there like as well which I was coursed that fight you know and um, so I was beating I was beating her and then um, and then that happened like um, yeah, that 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 haunts me. That that cocos. <laughs> really, I saw a picture of that. Actually, you look like the the horror movie Carrie when the the pig's blood gets tipped all over your yeah. head and she's covered. Yeah, it was it was yeah. nasty looking. All right, it wasn't even that big. Like even when we went back then after stage, like the bleeding, the man just stopped the bleeding straight away. Like do you know I mean? so, yeah. it could have been stopped. Like and then and then I fought Leslie Smith, and then I got I don't know if you've seen that fight. I got fucking robbed like blind then like. And that fight, like, so I haven't been the luckiest, you know. I could, I, I could easily be nine and two. Yeah, you know? I would agree with that absolutely. Yeah, um, but yeah. like, let her keep you around for a reason, though, you know. And you come back out, and uh, you're back now on a two-fight win streak. Who are you? Who are you eyeing up next? Yeah. Uh, I want, I want that title. I want that. I want that. Um, I want, I want to like have that. Um, what they say. <laughs> To prove myself that I'm up there with the best, like, and that I can do it, like, and I, I know if anyone in that division can be cyborg, it's me, like, you know, she doesn't like a boxer and she doesn't like getting hit, and I can bang and I, and I box me boxing is is on point, you know, so I reckon like I can I can definitely beat. I do Amanda Nunes job on for sure, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'll sign up for that fight. Yeah, that'd be a cracker. <laughs> What would you do? What would you? How would you approach it? How would you fight her? I think I need to like just keep me jab, jab going, and just heavy shots, just like try to take our head clean off, you know. 
I know she's she's gonna turn into a wrestler if she fights me. Like she'll try to take me down, you know. She I stand up she won't she won't stand up with me if she once she gets a dig in the head, like, you know. That's what I can say. I can see how like trying to bully bully me like like what she does, like and just walk onto a, a good right hand. And good night. Yeah, and you'll have, to, you'll have to pardon my ignorance when it comes to MMA. I've seen a couple of your fights, Sinead, uh, just because, you know, who you are in the boxing world, you're an important person, you know, a five-time champion, and I'd watch and I'd, I'd enjoy it. But um, I've, I've heard Chris Cyborg's name mentioned in the boxing kind of context more recently. She, I've been on a Katie Taylor kind of press Zoom call, and she's been talked about as a potential Katie Taylor boxing opponent. What do you think of that? Um, I don't think it will happen, to be honest. Like, um. Like, like Cyborg wants to keep a legacy. Do you know all this? Like, um, I don't think she'll. I don't think she'll transition into boxing. Like, I think she's all all milked. To be honest, like, <laughs> that's what I think. Um, she she likes to like throw out all that. Like, that's just good enough to do this. Like, but I don't like. I can't see her doing that. Like, and then she's too heavy for Kate. She's one forty five, and she can't. She can't get any lower. Like, I think well, Kate well, wants to fight one forty. Was it? Not, uh, yeah, I'm not even sure. Yeah, um, I know Katie's fault. Cyborg's not making 140. Yeah, no, not a chance. No, oh. there was, I think oh. there was talk, wasn't there, that Katie could fight for a welterweight title and she'd have to fight that at the minimum of 141. So I'm sure they could, I don't know, maybe they could find a catchweight at somewhere above the 140 limit, but I don't really. For an exhibition fight, for a showcase fight, probably without any significant titles on the line, rather a money fight. They can make their make make up their own rules, can't they? But um, what advice would you yeah, give to sure. an MMA fighter with no boxing background or with no extensive boxing background crossing over to a boxing fight? Did you have any advice? And I know Conor McGregor did box as an amateur for Crumlin Boxing Club, but did you have any advice from when you fought Floyd Mayweather? Me? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, Conor has just have the best boxers there, you know. Um. um uh, the best best coaches there, like you know, um, I don't really see him much these days. Um, he's been out in America and stuff like. But we we've me and Connor have sparred a few times, you know. Um, and yeah, it's all, it's always a good spar. Me and Connor. Who's your, who's your favorite training partner at SPG? Oh, there's so many bleeding talent there. Like there's so much. Like you should, you guys come down. I should watch sometime. Uh, so many like talented people in SBG, like they're all killers, and uh, every every one of them, it's always it's always they always have something to to bring you on, you know. So you're gonna sit in the so fence. many, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Sinead Cavan is the best training partner down there. That's the answer. Yeah, I'm a killer, all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Um, Simon, have you almost more to add? I think we're I think we're uh, doing we're cracking on here. We're doing pretty well. No, I'm out. I was waiting. I was waiting for some big fight announcement there, but she she was keeping stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sinead's keeping her cards. It could be on the way. It could, it could be on the way. Like um, just talks about it, and um, I know you. I know um, you were mentioning something about Dublin, but that's not going to happen anyway. So let's see if um, London if it's going to be somewhere London, else. London in October. That's is that. You end that up, or you think maybe going to America? America. Uh, America, it's gone. Yeah, it's going to be these So uh, it's November. I'm going to fight next anyway. But uh, powering to be announced. TBA. Well, I reckon it's. I reckon it'll be a big one. <laughs> Mom's the word, is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, look, fingers crossed. It sounds great. And uh, Sinead, it's been really entertaining to have you today on the Rock and Road. Really loved having you on. It's been brilliant. Yeah, thanks, Sinead. No, Fantastic stuff. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.